This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat, my two hot seats today, first time we're doing two hot seats, is Lalit Aluwalia. He's the CEO and founder, and Desiree Wilson is the Chief Client Success Officer of Digital X Force, found online at digitalxforce.com. Welcome to the two hot seats today. Glad to be in the hot seat. So everyone globally, especially the CISOs that I know, we, we talk about compliance all the time, governance, risk, GRC, governance, risk, and compliance all the time. And the challenges of many of them, global organizations, how do, how do they pull all that data in a single pane of glass? If you created something unique, I think you call the digital trust platform you want to tell us about? Absolutely, Gary. And first of all, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Glad to be here. As you really rightfully said, right, we organizations use various GRC, the governance, risk and compliance and risk management platforms today. They're all great because they all like, you know, allude to the needs of the compliance and which most of organizations, especially the regulated ones, are required to produce. What we're disrupting is how that part is done now. And traditionally, those GRC and the item platforms, they basically rely on the qualitative analysis of those security controls. Doesn't matter which framework, NIST, ISO, HIPAA, PCI, pick any, but they will bring consultants to really kind of ask a bunch of questions and then maybe have some sample, you know, set of evidence that uploaded against evidence and say, I'm compliant. And then the next thing is the companies get breached, but you look at all the compliance report, they're compliant with everything and you wonder what happened. I'm compliant, but I still got breached. Why? Because the qualitative doesn't really map the quantitativeness aspect of it. And hence, why it's important to really do that risk analysis in a very real-time format means I let me connect to those security layers and analyze what they're really doing. Not one time on a continuous basis, like most of this GRC assessments are done on an annual basis. We want to do it on an ongoing basis. So once it's real-time and connected, do as many times as you want with the real data and as much as possible automated. That's what really instills trust, and hence why we call this platform not a GRC and IRM, but a digital trust platform. That's amazing. And Desiree, a lot of your clients are worried about cyber insurance and getting their next policy and hopefully getting a discount on their policy. Does your solution provide them the opportunity to report uh, or to deal with insurance carriers a lot more easily? Yes, absolutely. We work directly with insurance providers in the area of cybersecurity insurance, cyber insurance. Um, we have a platform that, well, the same platform, which is specific module to cyber insurance that does the homework for the insurance companies. You're now able to provide them effectively with like a report card of your actual system. So you can show what coverages you have in place, how your assets are currently being protected in full alignment with the details that the cyber insurance companies are looking for. So our platform is based on their like application questionnaires, all the details they're going to ask you to fill out by using Digital X-Force, that information is presented to them um, with documented, accurate information showing up-to-date, real um, data from your organization to validate that you are doing these, uh, providing these security controls to their benefit, to the benefit of your clients and to help further ensure with the insurance provider that you are doing what you say you are doing. 
and this is confidential, customer controlled. The deployment of your trust platform is, uh, is it in the cloud? Is it on premise? How, how do you deploy that? Yeah, so the twofold deployments, it's a primarily a SaaS platform. So, you know, just like anyone, but there's a component where we're trying to like really do this assessments real time means it has to connect to your security tools and the assets. And we don't want to take any sensitive data. So there's a small module that sits behind the firewall in your environment. So that module connects your ecosystem and then SaaS platform connects to that layer to fetch the information from there. And through that, now you're able to analyze those things directly. I do also want to like, you know, hit upon what Desiree was talking about cyber insurance policies. This is the first time now you're not just relying on outside in view, like security scorecard and the bit size of the world, because they can tell you from outside how you look. But the real problem is the inside out. I might be perfect from outside in, but inside, like a lot of layers could be broken. Now we're providing you everything with the real data and now underwriters, all they have to is fetch that data and say, this is your true risk and hands this policy applies to you. Well, that's wonderful. And Desiree, I'm curious if you can do this for cyber insurance, can you do this for the board of directors? Is there a way to generate a report for board metrics? Absolutely. Uh, we offer something called the uh, security blueprint, which no one else has right now. Um, as we all know, when you go to buy a home or build a home, you need to first have a, a blueprint. You need to first decide, you know, what does the foundation look like? How are you going to apply each layer? And so we're providing that same level of information regarding your actual security environment. So for, on an executive level, you want to have those meetings monthly to see what does everything look like? What are our KPIs? What are our KRIs? We're now able to provide you that in a security blueprint of your actual environment. That's amazing. So this is more than just GRC. This is kind of real-time integrated risk management. Lily, can you explain what you've developed? It's so innovative. It's, it's way more than next-gen GRC from what I'm hearing. The simple words that I think resonate with everyone when GRC comes, it's audit and compliance. What I like to say is today's GRC and the island platforms are more fancy audit and compliance repositories. doesn't matter which framework. We provide all the frameworks the same way as everyone else. But rather than just dumping artifacts against those controls and say I'm compliant, we're taking a very quantitative approach as we described. Because we are able to connect to the, your security tools, which you deploy to manage your security risk, mm -hmm. now we're actually analyzing them. How much are they really managing? For instance, I have 10 applications that should be like, you know, going through app scan, application security scan. Because I'm able to connect to your application security tool now, I can tell you only eight are getting scanned. I don't need anybody to tell me. Best part is every time I do it, I create an automated snapshot of that evidence. Means I don't need a fabricated evidence anymore, which is the beautiful part because you not have to not rely on human elements to bring those or dated artifacts. The next thing, Usually a consultant will spend weeks of time to create a fancy report, compliance reports. Our platform generates with a click of a button. Here you go. You don't even have to spend an hour on doing that. That's how this platform is built for the actual security practitioners on the ground. That's amazing. And Desiree, talk about getting real-time data. Did you have to create connectors or plugins to third-party tools? Are you kind of part of the whole ecosphere? So let's say I'm running 15 different or 30 different cybersecurity products. You easily plug in all of them to collect this in info in real time? Yeah, so um, we, like many platforms, have created 
in uh, connectors. So we integrate with many different security tools. And the purpose of that is in, is in order to get that exact data from the security tool that the client is using. So different clients will obviously use different tools. So yes, we have to have hundreds of connectors in order to integrate with that type of information. And that list is constantly growing. So we have the enterprise connectors as well as the direct security control direct uh, connectors. Yeah. And Gary, if I may just, it's a very important distinction because a lot of audience do not understand the difference between enterprise connectors and the security tool connectors. So when you deploy QADR or Sentinel-1 or Sabian, you deploy these tools because you want to protect the enterprise. It means different security, like all the enterprise assets. On the other hand, when I deploy Salesforce or Jira or Zendesk, I want to make sure they're deployed securely. It means their own application, native application is secure. Enterprise connectors are really you know, evaluating those enterprise tools or assets if they're deployed securely. And a lot of these other vendors have those enterprise connectors. Means let me pull the, the security log data from there to see if it's configured properly. What we are providing is that, as well as your security tool connectors, analyzing how good your QRAR deployment is, how good your Sabian deployment or SailPoint deployment is, Okta deployment is. So you're getting both the, you know, the best part of the two worlds altogether to really manager posture. Well, let's dive a little deeper on enterprise connectors because I haven't heard this story yet, especially in a GRC platform. Are you talking about, for example, uh, we found four accounts in our Salesforce that are not using multi-factor authentication, or we found Dropbox uh, had a weak SSL cert this week or something like that. What, what kind of things are you discovering? So I would love that we know the day when performance is not an issue, we can go to the level. It means everything is managed in a single dashboard. I don't want to put a false perception. What I'm saying, enterprise connectors, and you can go to like you know some of the competition, like Dratas and OneTrust. When they talk about those connectors, enterprise connectors, in the same example, what they're seeing is Salesforce or the AWS, right? If whether or not you enable the AWS security measures, means built-in measures, so that AWS deployment is fine. But that deployment doesn't secure every other aspects of the enterprise. There could be a Salesforce service now and everything else, right? But they're only worried about that particular piece within that particular application, which we should be right there. That's what enterprise connectors are for. So when we connect to the Salesforce service now, those are just one part of the example, like how many users are there? Is the data encrypted? Are they, is it platform enabled for audit logging? Is the data you know, being sent in a secure fashion? So common security best practices, that's our enterprise connectors for those application systems. But then we also evaluate security tools, which are laying the whole protection layer in the ecosystem. Other layers are also intact working in tandem. So your example you told about earlier Splunk or like, you know, QRadar. What if I don't have logs enabled on Active Directory? What is Splunk or QRadar going to do for me? There should be logs generated before I can pull the log. So we have enterprise connector C, that log is getting generated. And my security connector sees that log is getting pulled. Now I bring the best of the two words and here you go. Mission accomplished. That's great. And Desiree, you've been on a lot of client deployments. What's your favorite example of a deployment of your solution for, uh, and if you can name a client or maybe just the industry they're in? Um, well, we have a, a large client in the energy uh, municipal space uh, that is a global client. And 
in using Digital X-Force, we have been able to bring together what was previously a very siloed organization. And we are you know, using that from a GRC perspective to pull in all of their policies, plans, standards, that type of information. But also from a security control perspective, we're able to access their security tools to see how those items are aligned and what's really being enforced and in place and implemented fully uh, using this tool. Um, additionally, we are able to help them see what their security tools are actually doing, what logs you're actually pulling, what information is available, what's connected and what's not connected. And when you're, you know, even with small organizations, because the size of the organization doesn't matter, everyone needs the same information and the same level of security awareness. But when dealing with a large global organization where things are very siloed and separated, um, being able to see, actually have that clear view of what's happening with your data in real time can be life-changing. Absolutely. And Lalit, are there clients uh, that have, you've worked with that also offer managed services where they use you as a platform, or do you go just direct to large enterprises, Fortune 1000, et cetera? No, our, our go-to-market strategy is to work with our, our system integrators. So currently, we already have PwC, NTD Data, Shellman. They're already kind of like you know, added as a roster for the system integrators, soon to be KPMG, Deloitte, and others as well that we are actively talking to. And that's going to be our prime go-to-market because we want to take to any and every client and we cannot ourselves just take it there. And But we do have direct clients because we've been in the space long enough so clients know us. But down the line, we're going to like, of course, you know, send them through our channel partners and everyone else. The best part is we're not limited to this traditional system integrators. We have specialty players like ISG. All they do is high-end consulting or strategy, but they really want like implementation or that kind of guidance too. They are leveraging the digital X force for the very similar reasons. And then we have Catasoft and soon to be TD Cinex, who are going to be our pretty like, you know, the sellers or the channel providers there. So we are kind of like going in multitude of different ways. We have analyst charter as well, just you know, Gary, like you know, between Gartner, um, Everest Group, and IDC. IDC has already published a spotlight paper. If somebody wants to go and check why this GRC needs to move and migrate over to digital trust and why this is so important. All those things are in motion, but we are very lucky and blessed and actually really feel good about like, you know, how the market reaction has been so far. That's been amazing for us. That's great. Desiree, is it easy to get a proof of value? How quickly can we get deployed and uh, how quickly can we sense the value of your solution? Yes, um, that is a very common question. And I will say it depends primarily on the client and how fast and effective they are at getting the approvals to have the connections. Because that is going to be the biggest part. In order to get that real-time continuous data, we have to be able to get connected, you know, our agent into your environment. And that is, you know, the, the usual hangup when it comes to any third-party risk management. So some clients, you know, can get the approvals quickly and we can be in within a week. Um, other clients, it may take a few weeks. But once we get those approvals, um, and we can move forward, the actual deployment is a rather quick and smooth process that would take you know, no more than a few days once we have the go-ahead to access all information and there's no confusion on either side. That's great. So rapidly deployed, shows value quickly. Lalit, is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to share with our viewers and listeners? A lot, but I think you covered the, a lot of main aspects, right? Uh, the bottom line, what we're really trying to do, Gary, is we've seen time and again now 
this IRM and the GRC platforms fail the mission of security. You know, compliance doesn't mean you're secure, right? Ultimately, what you're really trying to protect yourself. Compliance was provided so that everybody has a very standard way of securing the organizations. But guess what? Where it led to? It led to the whole exercise of let me be compliant. Don't worry about the security. And I can tell you that's a common feeling. A lot of people who have been in the security world share with us, right? Now, we are about to bring that value. Like, you don't have to be just compliant. So compliance is one of the byproducts or outcome of a good security posture. That's what you already see. The another thing is when you bring digital exports, you talk about the board level metrics and, and the compliance reports, guess what? The, the underlying dashboards is how good is your AppSec? How good is your identity access management? How good is it? Because you are connected to your ecosystem and layers. Those dashboards are also available. So you can actually see that in the real time. Policies, procedures, like that you really kind of commonly spend weeks and months to do that. With this platform, we already build the templates and, and customizable things which you can build right away. And if Gary said, oh, I already have policies, great. Bring those policies, upload. With a click of a button, we'll tell you the full analysis. I don't need a consultant to do analysis anymore with the power of AI and everything that we have behind the scenes. Third-party risk management, just like cyber insurance, we're not rolling out the forms because we know nobody will ever say my baby's ugly. They will always say I got everything. That's how the market really works. Not anymore. We will actually, depending on the level of risk you're taking with this third party or the cyber insurance applicant, like less than 2 million policy, great. Tell me what you have. 2 million to 5 million policy? No, I'm not going to just trust what you're saying. Trust but verify. Approach will be applied. So there's so many things that are really coming, but the real value to the client is we want them to take a point where it really doesn't become an expensive affair. So they begin to get to that actual real things that they have to do, the actual security portion enablement. That's what Digital Exports enables organizations to do. That's wonderful. Lalit Alawalia is the CEO and founder, and Desiree Wilson is the Chief Client Success Officer at Digital Exforce. Go to digitalexforce.com. Folks, if you want a point solution that just tells you to check here, check there, and get a little GRC knowledge, don't go to these guys. If you want a real-time GRC solution that's next-generation integrated risk management, really tied into enterprise, tied into your security ecosphere in real time with a report that you can bring to your board of directors and bring to your cyber insurance company. This is the place to go. It's digitalxforce.com. It's next generation. Check them out today. Get a POC. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. CyberDefenseRadio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at CyberDefense.tv and CyberDefense.radio with your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert, and my good friend, Gary Malewski. <laughs>